The podcast for two girls. <laughs> Who should have gotten their degrees in film studies? But couldn't. Because it wasn't available at their college until their final semester. Try to explain all things film. I'm your co-host, Kim. She, her pronouns as always. And I'm your co-host, Sadie. She, her pronouns as well. Okay, so today's episode is, I mean, as you guys can see from the title. Sometimes I forget we have titles, you guys. I'm like, oh I yeah, they probably already know what titles. this episode is about. Because <laughs> I'm always probably like, read the episode title. I always like get re- like I write our little intro thingy and I'm like mm-hmm. well, you guys aren't gonna wait till we like I tell you what we talk about and I'm like oh wait we have titles which is exactly what we're talking about yeah never mind I'm like you guys are never gonna guess what we're talking about today and then I'm like uh, I'm like putting the title in for the episode I'm like so they definitely are gonna guess <laughs> <laughs> never mind this isn't a secret I completely forgot about that. One of these days, we're going to do like a complete switcheroo um, yeah, and have you're... our title not relate to what we talk about in the episode. Exactly. It's just, just going to be clickbait. The title <laughs> is going to be like a clickbaity title, and you're going to be like, you guys didn't even talk about that. And we're like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> but what, what we should do is do that thing that like YouTube videos do where we put in parentheses, not clickbait. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It'll be a clickbait title, and then in parentheses, it's going to be like, not clickbait. And you guys are going to be like, so. I fell for the clickbait again. And then we're going to be like... Story time about how I fell for clickbait. <laughs> Story time about how the Film Splaying podcast are clickbaiters. <laughs> Story time about how you can't trust the Film Splaying podcast co-host. I was going to say castmate. <laughs> what the heck is going on in my brain, bro? Who knows? It's okay. Anyways, getting on with the episode, you guys. Anyways, for the episode you all came here for. Apparently, yeah. Um, we're gonna be talking about um as you I see from the title, the Renaissance of video game movies. Um, and Kim in particular has seen a movie that really relates to this very recently. So we're gonna get into that and get into, you know, Kim's review first. Or <laughs> We're going to talk about a few things for, before that. Sorry, I'm getting way ahead of ourselves. No, it's okay, because you're excited to hear it as much as I am to yeah, talk about it. literally. That's exactly um, it. The whole reason why this topic was thought of in the first place is because of the Five Nights at Freddy's movie. Mm-hmm. To be talking about Which it. Which came out recently, yeah. Yes, it came out for Halloween, October 27th. Mm-hmm. Yes, I am very excited to talk about it. We'll get into that in a second. <laughs> but first, I figured we first I'd give, figured we give you some background and like why we're yeah, talking some about context, this. some context before I go like full fangirl. Um, mm-hmm. So I figured we get to that first <laughs> before you get totally lost into what I'm going to say. Yeah. Um, but like, I'm sure it's no secret. This year alone, we've seen a lot of like mm-hmm. video game adaptations we've seen a lot of um either video games to movies or video games to shows um and i just kind of i figured it'd be fun if we talked a little bit about like why that's happening and like what's going on why Mm -hmm. we're doing this all of a sudden um and yeah and we're gonna you know talk about some of our opinions on not all of these movies but a few of them at least um what i don't know maybe i don't know how much time we have Sorry, my brain is fully not working today. No, you're um, okay. It happens. Do you want me to list the movies we you listed? Ah, uh, sure. Okay, I don't know. 
Yeah, I just got like this random like congestion in my nose, so I'm so sorry if I sound like weird at all. <laughs> but um, so obviously we're gonna be talking about Five Nights at, at Freddy's. Um, well, it's gonna be Kim. I haven't seen it, and I also don't know the lore as well. <laughs> um, so it's going to be Kim really taking charge on that conversation <laughs> and taking lead. Um, we might talk about Super Mario. You're welcome. <laughs> um. Some other movies, video game movies recently, Sonic, uh, Mortal Kombat, which was actually technically a remake as well. They made one in, mm-hmm. I believe, 1995, then again in 2021. Um, Pokemon, you know, Detective Pikachu. Yes. Um, Angry Birds, Uncharted, Last of Us, The Witcher, um, Tomb Raider. Um, another one where they, you know, made one a while back with Angelina Jolie, then they made one again in 2018. Mm-hmm. And then also a live action Zelda movie was announced recently. So yes. I know I listed a lot that might have been overwhelming for you guys, but we just wanted to let you guys know there was a lot of, you know, video game movies specifically within recent years. Yes, which I think is very interesting. Um and yeah. for me, I think it's like kind of two reasons. I'm sure there's Mm-hmm. A lot more, but I think there's two main reasons. Um, first, I think it's that sort of um, banking on nostalgia sort of thing. Definitely. Uh, yeah, because I feel like um, video game movies are in a very similar vein as to like remakes of older movies. Because mm-hmm. it's like that whole thing of like, well, everybody has a story about um, playing Super Mario 64, right? Or they played mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat with their siblings or their, you know, their parents when they were younger. Yeah. And that sort of thing. And so it's very it much. Was really... No, go ahead. Sorry, I was just gonna. I was just a small tangent. It was really funny seeing you specifically put more, playing Mortal Kombat with their siblings because I used to play Mortal Kombat with my brother all the time. And so I was like, "How did she know my life story?" <laughs> no, because um, How did she I'm know not that a little detail. I'm not a Mortal Kombat person, but Adam is, and Adam played Mortal mm-hmm. Kombat a lot with his siblings. That and makes so, sense, yeah. And, yeah, and so I'm like, it's this whole thing of, like, taking these things that we know no, from it's... our childhood or being younger mm-hmm. and, like, bringing it back because they know that they're going to have a very specific demographic and that demographic mm-hmm. is going to want to see this video game that they know and love adapted onto the big screen. So I feel like that's yeah. a really big thing about having video game movies. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I didn't want to cough in your ear. Um, it's okay and what was the other reasoning you had Kim um the other reasoning I think is because we have a lot of advanced technology and like techniques Mm -hmm. and that sort of thing um especially in like recent years because with like the development of CGI and how we have CGI like look so realistic nowadays and we can like pretty much take video game like like landscapes and that sort of thing and kind of translate them Mm -hmm. into movies because of green screens and like cgi and all that fun stuff even like some Mm -hmm. oof even some practical okay (laughs) yeah i'm okay i just like got like a wave of congestion really quick and then it cleared and i was like yeah i don't know that's been happening to me yeah like my nose like plugged up for a second and i was like i can't breathe Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) um but anyways, I just feel like even practical effects like have um, advanced significantly. So we're seeing a lot of mm-hmm. that being able to translate this look and this feel of video games onto the big screen. Um, and I'll talk about this with a lot of the movies that we um, are probably going to talk about. We're, I might talk about all of the movies we listed just because um, 
I've seen all of them or I've seen most of yeah. them and I have a lot of opinions and stuff like that. I okay. I love video game. I love video game movies just cuz I um grew up playing a lot of video games, specifically a lot of Nintendo mm-hmm. games. And so it's really fun to see that sort of like adaptation and that sort of thing. And I just think it's interesting how they like try to adapt um video games into movies. Anyways. Yeah. Those are my two cents. That's why I think we're getting a lot of video game movies within recent years because we're just getting mm-hmm. a lot more advancement and also just studios trying to make money. <laughs> yeah, that's a big one. Um, yeah, I'm excited. There's a few that I've seen in the list that I'll talk about as well, but Kim's watched most of these, so this is really like Kim is leading the charge on most of this conversation, but the reality show episode was your episode. And this is kind of exactly my episode. It. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's start off with your Five Nights at Freddy review. I can't wait to hear it. Yes. So um I was a um a YouTube girly. I loved I loved watching um YouTube and specifically like Let's Plays and that sort of thing. And so Five Nights at Freddy's came out. Um, I think it was like nine years ago now. The first game came out and there were Let's Plays all over the place. Um, my favorite ones were the ones that Markiplier and Jacksepticeye did. Just because I think they're funny guys. Um, and once, un- unfortunately, for Five Nights at Freddy's, once you get sucked into the lore, it's really hard to get sucked out of the lore. But it's also incredibly confusing. <laughs> Because they have, like, the way the games are done. So, if you aren't familiar with Five Nights at Freddy's, the first game is not the first one, like, the first story that happens in the timeline. Technically, the second game is the prequel to the first game. And then the third game, I don't know, remember exactly how long after it happens. But that one's, like, technically after. But then I think there's, like, um, I'm trying to think exactly how many games are out. Because I think there might be like six or seven at this point. Anyways, the point being like there's so many games and they get slotted in different points in the timeline. And sometimes something's the timeline for Five Nights at Freddy's is weird. There are so many videos out on YouTube that people can explain and piece that together. You could check those out for if you want real in-depth. I think a lot of them are like hours long. If that tells you anything about how convoluted the timeline of Five Mm -hmm. Nights at Freddy's is. (laughs) There's also um, Game Theory, who has, like, I think, like, 30-something episodes. I wouldn't be surprised if it's more than that at this point on Five Nights at Freddy's. Again, if that tells you anything about how confusing everything is. But the movie... The movie was announced, and I was pretty excited for it because I thought it'd be really interesting to see how they um, adapt the story. Because the story in the games is messed up. Um, and I was like, how are they going to make that into a movie? But like, it's also interesting because it's a, it's a horror game. So I was wondering how they were going to translate that into a movie as well. Um, because there's a very specific feel that the game gives. And I'll say this in my, my review that the movie doesn't. And I think that's because it's a very like high tension sort of game so if you aren't familiar with five nights at freddy's you're basically a security officer 
and you're you've been hired for five nights um to watch over the five nights of freddy's which is like a pizza parlor very much like chuck e cheese i think this is based off of something that happened at chuck e cheese like years ago and so pretty much you're hired to watch these animatronics and you're kind of told that there's sketchy stuff that's going around and that they may move and that sort of thing and so really kind of gory um they do attack you and they do attempt to like i guess i wouldn't say like eat you but like almost kind of if that makes sense it's really weird the the lore of the five nights at freddy's is that there are children trapped inside of the animatronics and basically they're angry and they're mad and they don't like the new people who cycle through um five nights at freddy's constantly because it's like they're just like who are you and all that sort of thing so there's that in the games and so i was interested to i was interested to see how they were going to translate that into the movie specifically the first movie because it seems like they're setting the movies up to be at least a trilogy maybe if not more um but i was i was also excited for the cast because they have my guy matthew lillard they have josh hutcherson um they both did great by the way and so i think for this movie I think it's really fun if you're a fan, but if you're expecting it and you don't know anything about Five Nights at Freddy's, it kind of like falls flat on its face as like a horror movie because it wasn't very scary when I feel like they could have made it really scary because of just how Five Nights at Freddy's is and they could have just like done, they could have taken some creative liberties with it. And I was also confused with how, um, they didn't go with the lore of the video games. They went with the lore of the books. And if you're thinking books, question mark, yes, there are books and there are a <laughs> lot of them. And they, they, Scott Cawthon, who is the creator of Five Nights at Freddy's, is a weird man. Um, <laughs> I say that with a lot of respect in my heart um, because some sometimes the books are canon and sometimes they aren't canon. And sometimes they are referenced in the games, and sometimes they aren't referenced in the games. And sometimes there's mini, there's like secrets and like mini games that are you could only find through like these really like convoluted ways to do it that reference to the books. And sometimes they're not. And so it's really up into the air on when the books are canon and when they're not canon, and when they follow the timeline of the games and when they don't follow the timeline of the games. So there's that whole thing. Um, but I think it follows a little bit more closely to the the timeline and the the events that happened in the books. But even then, um, I was watching, and I was seeing TikToks and stuff after I had watched it. Um, but this, I believe, this takes place um, in the year two thousand, which I don't believe is where it takes place in the um, the games or the books. I could be wrong, but I feel like this is also in a way, branching into a whole different timeline, which then makes it even more confusing. Anyways, there's that. Um, but it's super fun if you're a fan, and especially watching it with um, friends who are also familiar with Five Nights at Freddy's, because it's very much like Easter egg hunting of like, oh, this happened in this game. Oh, it's just like this in this game, or it's just like this in the first game, and that sort of thing. Um, so it was super fun in that. But if you have no idea what Five Nights at Freddy's is and you're expecting to be scared, you're not going to be. But I feel like that's just a theme that happens a lot with 
like video game movies is like if you're a fan you'll have a lot of fun and you'll like enjoy the movie because you know you kind of know what to expect but if you're not then you're you might just be disappointed Mm -hmm. if it's if it's sold to you like it's going to be like a horror movie i also think um i heard from some people that apparently scott cawthon was talking about how this is going to be like a super gory and like super scary mm-hmm. movie and it's gonna be the scariest thing you're ever gonna see in your life but also has a pg-13 rating <laughs> <laughs> so like take that what you will you know but um after sitting on it for a bit i think i can kind of understand a little bit more why they went closer to the lore of the books than of the um video game So, like I've explained, and I'm sure you get at this point, the timeline of the games are very confusing. And also the narrative isn't very, like, isn't very prominent. A lot of what we get from the lore comes from, like, mini-games or secondary content or, like, secrets that you find within the video games. And so it's not, like, not super duper duper accessible like you get bits and pieces and you kind of get the general gist of the story but if you're not a lore hunter if you're not someone who likes looking for secrets you may not have the full idea where as in a book it has to be a consistent narrative it has to be something that can you know be easily translated it can't like super jump around the same way that i feel like video games can so i feel like enable wow i can't talk so in order for it mm-hmm. to be translated into a movie, it has it had to have been from the the books. And I feel like hiring people to pick through the Five Nights at Freddy's lore in the games to make sense of it might have taken like too much time and that sort of thing. Because I think they only had a budget of twenty million making the movie, mm-hmm. um, so it wasn't like a super duper big budget. So it just made more sense for them to go with something that already had some sort of narrative and some sort of thing pushing it forward and not having to spend like six months trying to figure out what even is Five Nights at Freddy's. So there's that. Um, and yeah, so that's that's my thoughts. I also, but also I thought the animatronics were so cool because um, they're both animatronics and like suits that were done by the Jim Henson Company. Um, if you know, Jim Henson Company does like the Muppets. They did they did like um, Dark Crystals. Jim Henson Company, absolutely known for doing puppets and animatronics and that sort of thing. So they were they were really cool. They were they looked humongous, which was I feel like an aspect that was kind of scary because like they were just they were so large and I was like wow and. <laughs> I know they had them out for um, Horror Nights at Universal um, Mm -hmm. and just seeing the photos of them there in comparison. Um, But yeah, they were at uh, Universal for Horror Nights and it was super cool Mm -hmm. and super cool. I wasn't able to see them in person, but Mm -hmm. um, the photos I saw of them, of people seeing them in person were very cool. Kind of jealous. (laughs) Um, Anyways. (laughs) But they were both like suits and animatronics, which is really funny because if you know the lore of Five Nights at Freddy's, um, the whole thing is, is like the main, I guess, antagonist villain guy um, Mm -hmm. gets killed because of the suit. He puts on the suit and because it's like a spring trap, it like kills him. But then he lives in the suit 
because he always comes back. It's a whole thing. I just thought it was funny and ironic. That's interesting. (laughs) Yeah. I just thought it was funny and ironic that they did that. And I was like, you know what? Luckily, (laughs) luckily that won't kill you. But (laughs) I I see what you're doing there. Um, But overall, I would watch the movie again. It was entertaining. And I'm sure there's more like Easter eggs and stuff in that. And it was also fun because there was people who um, did Let's Plays of Five Nights at Freddy's that were brought in for cameos and stuff like that. I just thought that was fun. It's just a lot of fun Easter egg hunting. And if you're a fan of the franchise, you can see that sort of stuff. But I feel like that's just how the movie was. And that's my spiel on Five Nights at Freddy's. That was a it's great a lot. spiel. Um, <laughs> I definitely want to watch it. I didn't play the games because um, whenever my friends would try to play it, it would be like those horror elements where like they would jump scare and stuff. And I was like, I'm yes. not playing a game where I get jump scared. Um, <laughs> and so I was too scared to ever play those games, but I would love that's to watch so, the film. That's so valid because I would only play the game when my brother was around or when I had someone else around because I couldn't yeah. play it alone because it scared me. Well, I'm the type of video game person who, like, you know those, like, um, the most recent, like, I played um, this zombie shooter game with my brother, and I love zombie shooter games, mm-hmm. but the thing is, once they start coming towards you and attacking you, I start panicking playing those no, with someone. Like, I'll too. be like, take the controller, take the controller, play, I can't, I, I, like, start forgetting, like, what controls to press and how to shoot. I'm also bad at shooter games anyways. And so, like, I'm, like, panicking and forgetting that, like, they cannot attack you. It's a video game. They are not, like, they are on the screen, you know? Like, I just, I start panicking. So, I just, I can't even handle those. I can't imagine being able to handle Five Nights at Freddy's. There's no way. Yeah, no, it's so, it's so scary. And it took me such a long time to, like, get over the jump scare element of it. Because I was just, like, I was, like, I can't do this. They're jumping in my face. It's the scream. (laughs) It's the way they look. It's awful. I can't do this. (laughs) It just seemed really creepy. I was like, um, you guys have your fun. Uh, I'm gonna play, like, Pixie Hollow or something. <laughs> no, because it is really creepy because each of them yeah. have, like, a certain way that they approach, like, the, the security room. And so some of them, like, um, Foxy, the animatronic, he, like, does, like, a little hum tune thingy before he, like, comes and runs. And I'm, like, mm-hmm. I was just like, I was just like, why are you guys doing this? I can't, I can't handle this. You can't make me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's my spiel on five nights at freddy's that was the a movie. Great it was fun that was a great spiel i loved hearing you talk about something so passionately that was so fun for me to listen to um yeah i i want to watch it still I, i'm excited to watch it um next we're going to talk about a movie game that i have actually played um this next video game movie is a game I've played a few times. Um, I, I mean, not a few times. I played it a lot growing up. Um, I, I don't know necessarily all the lore of it, but I just really enjoyed playing it. Um, like I mentioned earlier, I played it a lot with my brother. Um, a few years back, I bought him Mortal Kombat 10, I think, um, because I think Mortal Kombat 11 had just came out and it was really expensive. And I was like, I don't have the money for that, so I'll buy you Mortal Kombat 10. And he was happy with that he wasn't complaining um and if you're thinking wow mercedes you're the best little sister ever i know (laughs) Um, but anyways we're gonna we're gonna get into this movie so 
first and foremost oh also by the way i did not watch this movie until last night when i was writing my notes <laughs> and so if you're thinking wow these notes are so specific she really does her stuff your girl was writing as she was watching the movie <laughs> it was absolutely insane um but yeah it's really crazy i had been wanting to watch it by the way and i just i haven't watched it though and then i was like oh we're gonna be talking about this tomorrow maybe i should watch it so i can have notes <laughs> um but yeah, so we're talking specifically about the 2021 movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I might have watched the older one when I was really young, but I don't remember. So we're just not going to talk about it because I don't remember <laughs> it. Um, but first and foremost, for, for, bro, <laughs> I'm not going to try to say the, the word anymore because that was really messing me up. But first of all, um, it starts off with, um, I might butcher his name. I'm going to try not to. Hiroyuki Sonata. I feel mm-hmm. like. That sounds right. Yeah. Um, and if you guys do not know who this man is, you probably do. You probably have seen him in other things. First of all, he was in Bullet Train. He plays the elder in Bullet Train, which is a movie yes. Kim Love. Um, I believe he was in Rush Hour 3. Um, he's in a lot of, like, Japanese films as well, but mm-hmm. he's just a really great actor. I think he does martial arts as well. Um, and he's just seeing him immediately... I was so happy. I was like, I know this man, and I love this man. He's also very attractive. He's 63, and he, you may be thinking, Sadie's, how can you be in love with a 63-year-old? I don't know, but I am. And <laughs> so, I, if you see, I did put a letterbox review for this movie last night as well, um, and two of those stars are for him specifically, because <laughs> thank you for casting him. That's, that's my thank you for casting him specifically. That's so um, good. But anyway, seeing him immediately, I was like in love. I was like, yeah, you guys, you guys have captured my attention. What about him? You know? Um, but there are some, there's some things I really loved about it. There are some things I'm going to critique um, and you're going to hear about that. So some of the storytelling, like it was kind of similar to what Kim was saying about Five Nights at Freddy where like, yeah, if you're a fan of this, it's kind of it's kind of fan service to be honest. And I think I'm gonna talk about it later, but I think most adaptations are gonna be fan service to some degree. Mm-hmm. Um, but and so like obviously if you're a fan, you're gonna understand, you're gonna see certain things, but as far as storytelling itself, it kind of lacked there where it was just like I know, like the action scenes were great and all that, but it's like the storytelling or the pacing of the story just wasn't really there. Um one example I thought of was, like, the introduction of, like, the Mortal Kombat logo. Like, um, all of the characters who are, you know, they fight with the, I don't know what they're called, the dragons. Sorry, when I said you guys don't know the lore, I just play the game for fun. Um, but <laughs> there's, like, this, if you if you play the game, you know what the logo is of the dragon. And in the movie, like, all of them have, like, this birthmark of that dragon. And that's kind of how you know who, like, the good guys are, to be honest. Um, but... It was, it was interesting when it, that was introduced in the movie because it was, like, the character Jax, who's also in the video games, he... Oh, sorry. I'm, like, also so not going through this the right way. So, Cole Turner is a new character in the film. He's not in the video games. At least, he might be in maybe some of the newer ones. At least, to my knowledge, he's not in any of the prior ones prior to this movie. Um, so, that's kind of cool. If you're getting an introduction of it, you're, you're also kind of in Cole's shoes. But... Jax, who is in the video games, he 
is shown this um, birthmark of the dragon of the Mortal Kombat logo on Cole. Like, Cole just shows it to him. And to me, I would have thought it was a lot cooler if Jax was going out of his way to look for it. And he maybe saw, wow, you know, Cole was like, what's it called? Boxing in the ring or whatever, right? Um, it would have been cool if he just was looking for it. And so he spotted it because he was looking for it, you know, instead it was shown to him. And I don't think, like, if he had a very unique birthmark that looked like a specific thing I don't think you'd just be showing it to random people you just met like just I know this is like a fantasy action film so like it's not gonna be that realistic but that like really was like I was like what is I don't know that's just an example of like storytelling wise I just felt like there could have been some improvements on like how they went about telling the story like it just felt off in certain parts if that makes Mm -hmm. sense yeah um I will say costuming was fantastic i (laughs) loved all the like costuming um sub-zero looked freaking amazing um well well i'm gonna get to who else was there but all of the costuming when i first saw sub-zero's costuming i was so happy because it like you literally sub-zero is one of the like i feel like main people you think of when you think of mortal kombat and seeing his costuming was really really cool because he looked so good and you could just I feel like it was like immediately I was like in video game. I was like, okay, I'm here now. We're, we're here. We're ready. You know? Um, oh my god, sorry. That was so gross. Um, <laughs> as I don't know why I'm a little contest- con- <laughs> congested today. But um, anywho. Also, my notes are all over the place. I'm going to just apologize once again for that if it sounds wild. Um, there was a lot of, there wasn't that much, but I was writing as I was watching. So there was a bit of emphasis on Sonya Blade, who's one of the only white characters in Mortal Kombat. She's not the only one. I was, I don't think, I did say in my notes that she was, but I don't think she actually was. Um, but I don't know, out of the female characters in Mortal Kombat, it just was like, also they have Sonya Blade and then... Molina, I think, was the only other female Mortal Kombat character, which to me was an element of maybe the people who created this film thought, oh, only men were playing this game or kind of were specifically targeting towards the men audience of the game, which was really annoying because I don't know if it's called maining as them, but I like main, quote unquote, as Katana, and Katana is my favorite Mortal Kombat character, and so it was like just really annoying to not even like, not even have a reference to Katana or, like, oh, maybe in the next one, Katana, you know what I mean? And, like, mm-hmm. I would have loved even a little, a little snip, a little, little, like, ooh, a little hint of Katana in the film, you know? Because I, I know I love Katana, but I know a lot of other players play as Katana as well. Like, Melina is also a really popular character in Mortal Kombat, but I, I was just, like, where is my girl Katana, you know? Um, I don't know, and I was just like, out of all the female characters, you chose Sonya Blade to be the main female protagonist that's in this, like, really? I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong, maybe a lot of people play as Sonya Blade, I don't think so, but that's, you know what, that's my opinion. <laughs> I literally, I said Molina was in this movie for like five minutes and had a bigger impact than Sonya. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not wrong. She was really that's badass. Beautiful. Her, like... I remember it was in the trailer too, her like licking the blade with like blood clean. It was so iconic. Like, and this is also going to be a spoiler for it. And I think I talked about it later in my notes, but it also really annoyed me when Molina finally died because it wasn't even like a like 1v1 where Molina and Sonia fought it out. 
Sonia shot her once with one blast and it killed her. And Molina's <laughs> a lot like like you were seeing snippets of her and you're like, oh she seems really cool and she just she dies with one shot. Like that's absolutely crazy. Like all the other fighting sequences with all the men, it was like full fighting sequences, like full battles, like who's gonna win? I don't know. And with Molina she just dies and I was like, You're joking. <laughs> Like, you're actually joking. Like, you could have done a really cool 1v1 with these two, and you just decided not to. Like, yeah, I know I, I said what I said about Sonia, and I, I would have preferred Katana, but you could have really, like, they just kind of kicked their female characters to the side and were like, well, no one wants to see these two fight. I did. I did. <laughs> and that really made me upset. Um, but also... It's really cool seeing, like, all these characters that I kind of forgot I remembered until, like, especially that's why I will say costume was really, really good because, like, seeing them in costume specifically, it, like, brings back, like, your childhood. Like, you know when you're, like, mm-hmm. roaming down the streets and you're, like, this is what third grade smells like? It was, like, <laughs> one of those type of moments, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I was, like, oh, my God, Liu Kang is here. I was, like, what the heck? Or, like, um, when Kong Lo was, you know, introduced, I was, like... I know, I know you guys, like, what are you guys doing here? Like, it was so crazy to me. I was like, I, I kind of forgot that I remembered all these people. Um, but yeah, and they're really popular characters too. That's why they probably use these specific ones. Um, oh yeah, even though I was really excited to see all these characters and it was like crazy, it was also like the introductions of them were a little like cheesy, like unserious, like... <laughs> Um, uh, when, when Kong Lo was, um, introduced, it was, like, one of those, like, uh, like, you know in a sitcom when they're, like, they have, like, a celebrity guest star and they, like, literally pause for, like, applause? It was, like, yes. one of those moments where I was, like, maybe that worked better in theaters because I'm sure people were really, like, gasping and awing and stuff, mm-hmm. but, like, watching that on the screen, I was, like, okay, what are we, what are we doing here? <laughs> and then, um, Kano being, like, oh, I never heard of you after he introduced himself. I was like, bruh, this joke has been so overplayed. Like, it wasn't funny to me. What was funny was how cheesy and unserious it was. <laughs> like, what's happening here? Um, and also, speaking of Kano, like, all of the characters in this were just not super fleshed out for, like, someone, like, if you're watching this, especially not playing any of the games, it would have been so nice to see more of their background, more of, like, just who these characters are and more character development, more character arcs for even the main protagonist, like, who is not someone in the video game, so we literally don't know who this man is, whether he's played the games or not. It's, like, he, we don't even really get insight to who he is, really, besides, like, we know his family, his lineage is important, but besides that, we don't know this man, you know? So it's, Mm -hmm. like, you want to have a reason to root for these protagonists, and you don't, unless, of course, you're a fan of the games. Um, and... With Kano, he betrays them at the end, and it's like, you don't even care about the betrayal because you're like, was I expecting him to betray them? Or was I not? Am I supposed to be rooting for him? Because he doesn't really have a character, like, development. He's annoying. He's a little bit ignorant at times. Um, He's kind of there to take the piss, if that makes sense. Um, Mm -hmm. One of those type of characters. But he's not someone who really had, like, this character development where you're like, oh, well, he like they kind of just tell you oh he was bad and now he's not and he's on our side but they don't show you anything where it's like do we trust him do we kind of mistrust him at the beginning and now we trust him a lot more like it wasn't really anything you know what I mean 
to like yeah they didn't really give us any of that and it was like mm-hmm. it's a little disappointing because it's like you if you want other moments later on in the film to hit us in a certain way and hit, to hit different you know you kind mm-hmm. of you kind of have to set that up in the beginning and it, it, will, it just wasn't set up um yeah going through these um that's that's the main thing honestly was just the the characters really needed more to them mm-hmm. um the plot wasn't like terrible um but yeah the fighting scenes were really really great and fun um the costuming was amazing um they also they did the like if you know the games they they have like it'll be like katana wins flawless victory or it'll be like fatality and those are like so iconic to the games like if you hear that you know someone's playing mortal Kombat. <laughs> um and they had them in the movies and i i wasn't sure if they were gonna include them or not so i was very very satisfied every time i heard all of them <laughs> um so thank you as well to <laughs> the writers of that because it literally it hit more for me than hearing Captain America finally say Avengers Assemble. <laughs> and that, I feel like, is saying something. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so it was so much... Overall, it was a lot of fun. I think as a story, I wanted more. But um, as a video game movie, it was a lot of fun. Um, the action part, which obviously it's an action movie, was a lot of fun. Um, seeing Scorpion, seeing Sub-Zero, Melina, all these characters was really fun. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see Katana, but... Like I said, um, a lot of fun. Um, yeah, it was it, it was definitely a bit of fan service, but it was still fun. I, I'm a fan. I was served. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so, Kim, what are your thoughts as someone who, you know, didn't grow up playing the video game? Um, so I think I've only played it like once or twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm I'm not very familiar with Mortal Kombat at all. Um, but I watched it with my partner who played a lot of it growing up. And so I, I agree with you that I feel like the characters needed more. And also, um, like, I just feel like it was also like slow paced as well, kind of like, yeah, I agree. The pacing was kind of off for me personally, because I was just kind of like, what's going on what's happening here are we gonna keep moving forward no, or not like an hour in i was like there's still 50 minutes i was like what's going on you guys i know and i was just i was, I was like i'm like, still kind of confused about where we're going i was like waiting for that development and that sort of thing mm-hmm. um and so but like every time a fight would happen or a character is introduced or like a move happened um my partner adam mm-hmm. would, would point th- point it out and so <laughs> i very much agree with you that if you're like a fan of the movie it was very fun and it all made sense and like if you know the games and you know that sort of stuff then like it makes sense mm-hmm. and it's a lot of fun um but i like what i really enjoyed of it um was the choreography and like the fight scenes I yeah thought those were, i thought those were really well done um so props to them for that um but yeah. i think i think as a as a a movie of someone who's not a fan and didn't play that much of the mm-hmm. games i was like a little confused but mm-hmm. that was my that was my two cents for it but no i 100 percent agree with you too like it was like it definitely the pacing added to that element of just being like huh like what's happening here like mm-hmm. it was just, i don't know i don't want to make comparisons either but um thinking about like um shang chi right like 
that mm-hmm. was such a fleshed out plot. The characters were well developed. You cared about the people, you know. Yes. Like you got to see like Shang with his like his relationship with his friends and his family and how that like you know what I mean? Background mm-hmm. onto him and why he is the way he is and you saw his character development where we didn't really get that with any of the characters in uh Mortal Kombat. Mm-mm. Um I don't know, even like the girls that are I don't were they Cole Turner's sister? Not Turner. What's his last name? Cole I think it starts with T. I forgot his last name. But Cole's like but there are two girls in his life, two women in his life. And I don't know if they were his sisters or what. I don't yeah, know. If they were. I don't know. I I don't know who they were to him. Like they never really explained. They were just like, We're scared and he's saving us and I was like, But who are you guys? Like they don't really yeah. even introduce us to them. It was just very like, Oh well these are like secondary characters, so we're not even gonna tell you guys about them but it's like that they're characters who are important to your main protagonist we should know who they are and we should know that his relationship to them you know and it was just mm-hmm. like they seem to care a lot more i think about the video game aspects which are important and they did do those aspects really well like but it just was like the storytelling elements they just seem to not care as much about which is mm-hmm. a little disappointing as someone who cares about stories and who cares about movies um but if you're watching just for the video game aspects, then you're going to enjoy it a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I forget the guy's name. There's one guy in the... He's from the video games. He has, like, like four arms. And he's, like, this big green guy. And mm-hmm. his fight sequence was definitely my favorite. It was so <laughs> freaking good watching that. I was like, oh, yeah, they did this one right. Like, they did it really, really well. Um, but, yeah, it, it was still fun. But we still had our critiques. Um, yeah. What do you want to talk about next, Kim? We have a whole, have a we whole have a platter whole of movies to talk of about. All these movies. Um, let's keep it going with the live action ones. Let's go like Tomb okay. Raider and Uncharted. Okay, let's do that. So, you seen Tomb Raider? Uh, I have not. I have not seen the 2018 one. You watched the original one though. Yeah. Okay. Well, we can talk about both then, because I haven't seen the original one. I've only seen the 2018 one. Um. You want to talk about the original one first since it came out first? Sure. Right, um, did you play the video games too or no? No, I only knew about the video games. Um, um, but I heard a, but I just heard a lot about Angelina Jolie being um, yeah, <laughs> Laura Croft. Um, oh, I'll start because I played the video game. Okay, yeah. Um, so I, it's really funny because I was like. When Tomb Raider came out, I didn't know that it was coming out, I don't think, but I was playing the video game so much at that point in my life. Like, mm-hmm. uh, one of my friends had the game, and I was always, like, hanging out with her, and we were playing it, like, all the time. Like, it was it was actually kind of crazy how much mm-hmm. I played this game. Um, and so, it's honestly a really fun game if you haven't played it. Um, I don't really even... It's kind of like I blocked... Out. I don't really remember like what you do in the game. I remember there was like a bear one time, and you had to like, get away from the bear. It's it's like it's just an adventure actiony game. It honestly kind of puts me in the mind of like Indiana Jones, if that makes sense. But like mm. as a woman, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe it's just because isn't there like Rage of the Lost Ark? They're raiding, so it's the same. Yeah. Not. Um. But anyways, so I was playing the game a lot, so I was like. Obviously, I have to see the movie. It was when I was working at the movie theaters too, so I got free mm. tickets. So I was like, "I'm gonna, mm-hmm. I'm gonna play." I mean, not play. What am I saying? I'm gonna watch the movie. Why not? 
Um, and I watched it in IMAX, <laughs> which is <laughs> insane that I, I like completely forgot about it. Um, but I don't really, to be honest, remember that much of the plot of the movie. Like, Laura Croft, who's the main protagonist of Tomb Raider, the video game and the movie, I don't remember, like, what her deal is, what her story is, or anything. <laughs> I did dress up as her once for Halloween, and everyone thought That's I was so Kim cute. Kardashian. Um, and that was very disappointing. I was like, no, you guys Aww. are Laura Croft. And it was really funny because people, are, especially guys, are always like, oh, I'm a video game nerd. And none mm-hmm. of them knew who Laura Croft was. And I was like, I'm Aww. going to leave. <laughs> this is embarrassing for you, not me. Um I don't know, Tomb Raider is a fun game. I know I had a lot of fun playing it, but the movie itself, I remember the ending. I feel like I had a lot of fun at the, um, watching the ending of it. It was very, like, action-paced, and, like, the pacing of the ending, at least, was really fun. I don't remember the beginning. I feel like the beginning was very just, um, what's it called? Like, kind of just introducing us to, like, this world and to the story, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, world-building, that's the word. It felt yeah. like it was a lot of world-building. Um... But I don't really remember much else about it. It was definitely a movie. It was a movie that I happened to watch. And that's all I really remember. Is it in its what? next movie? That's so real. Because that's how, that's pretty much what I remember of the Angelina Jolie one. Um, oh, okay, great. <laughs> so I feel like um, the Tomb Raider movies, um, I know there's the Assassin's Creed movie. Um, there's a lot of like older video game movies that I feel like are the reason why video game movies often get such a bad rap and i'll start yeah that's true often say that they aren't like good to adapt Mm -hmm. but i know the angelina jolie um tomb raider movies are considered one of the better ones oh really okay yeah someone i someone was telling me they were really bad (laughs) so Um, i don't know so i know they aren't great but also i feel like that's says a lot about the video game movie adaptations we've gotten in the past (laughs) That's true, yeah. Um, cause I think I think I'm pretty sure the the Angelina Jolie ones were like original story, while the 2018 one was following um, like the the games more closely. I'm yeah, pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah. But from what I remember is that it had fun like action scenes, and loved Angelina Jolie. Um, but I don't remember that much about the plot. <laughs> yeah same because i i think a big thing with the the that one too is like there isn't really that much plot yeah (laughs) i was gonna say make sense i i I remember like it just it just was kind of like her kicking ass (laughs) yeah literally it was like I think there was like a mummy or something at the end Mm -hmm. of this one i don't i i truly like like if you ask me why she was even there or where she was, like, I don't remember at all. Like, yeah. I don't, yeah, and I, I don't know if, they, I don't remember if they explained it either. Like, if they explained, like, she's here to do this and to do that, they might have, mm-hmm. but I don't remember. Yeah, I couldn't tell you a ton about the plot of the Angelina yeah. Jolie ones. I just remember that she was cool. Yeah, I do remember after watching it, though, not necessarily being like, oh, this is a movie I'm going to watch again. So I don't think it's necessarily a rewatchable movie. No, um, I don't think so. But I but, I feel like it's just like it's cool for like the action and stuff. Yeah, the action itself, I feel like was good. Um, 
and I think it was cool like I know you said you liked Angelina Jolie but it was cool having like a new actress like I don't I don't mm -hmm. remember her name but she's I, I might have seen, like, an interview or a clip of her. I'm, like, trying to refresh my memory. But I feel like it was really cool to have, like, a more new, like, up-and-coming actress play that role. So mm -hmm. the hype was more based on the video game itself and and just the fact that it was an action movie, you know? So that was cool. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much all I remember about those. Yeah. <laughs> I really wish we had more for you guys on that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Yeah, I just, yeah. Me too. Um, I also don't have a lot to say about Uncharted. Same. I'll be so honest because I fell asleep during it. Oh no! Well, I I couldn't I couldn't get into it. Same. Well, I didn't fall asleep on it. I started it. There was and then there was a scene where Tom Holland's like running on a roof or something, and I just turned it off. I said, "I'm not watching this." <laughs> I just I just couldn't get into it. I listen. I yeah. love Tom Holland. I love Tom Holland. Same. But I didn't. I could not get into the movie. Like, Mr. Tom Holland, we still love you, bestie, but this movie just was not it. It just wasn't I'm it. So I just, it just didn't grab me. Mm -hmm. And I never played the video game either. I think Tom himself, he did, but I mm -hmm. never played the video games myself. So maybe maybe that's where I went wrong this time. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Because I, I didn't but play the game like, either. I but... couldn't get into it. I was like, I don't care. <laughs> and then I turned it off. Like, yeah. oh, they added Uncharted to Netflix, and I went to watch it, and I was like, oh, I don't care. <laughs> no, literally, because I was like, oh, you know, maybe I'll watch it to see how it is. And I was like, no. The fact that you fell asleep is crazy. Oh, my God. I I wanted to watch it, and I wanted to like mm. it, but I just couldn't. <laughs> Same. I really was like, I'll, I'll, you know, hang, I'll hang out for Tom Holland, and I'll watch it for him. Like, I'll keep it going. And I was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> It, it was, was so tough. It was so bad. Like, and I can't even pinpoint what it is that was bad about it. Like, with these other films, like, we know what we can critique about it, right? Like, it's, mm -hmm. but it was, like, I think it was just everything about it. Like, the vibes were just not it. Like, the vibes were not it. Immediately going just, into it. I think that's just what it was. It just didn't have, yeah. like, the, the good air around it. Yeah. <laughs> it was It was Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> no, Yeah. The negativity that is Mark Wahlberg encompassed the entire movie, you guys. Mm -hmm. Yep. <sighs> so yeah, that's all I have oh to say God. about that one. Same. I Kim fell asleep and I turned it off. So if you want our honest review, we clearly didn't enjoy it. That yeah, that's pretty much and it. I, that's all I, and that's, that's all I coming from someone who I will usually stick it out for a movie if I don't like it. Like, there are so many movies mm -hmm. that I was like, you know what? It's getting one and a half stars, but it's still, I'll still watch it. I'll still watch it all the way through. I couldn't even watch this one through, you guys. That's how bad it was. It was just so tough. Usually I will try yeah. to stick out a movie. I could not stick this mm -hmm. one out. Same. Oh, my God. So, anywho, let's continue on. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> <laughs> we move forward. Um, let's talk about the the Mario movie. Or did you want to talk one. about Last of Us first? Oh, sure. I haven't, I haven't about... played or watched it. Let's talk about The Last of Us. I love The Last of Us as a as a video game. I it's heard just... it's really good. I've heard it's... so many good things. It's so good. I love it. I just think it's so good. The storytelling is really well done in those um mm -hmm. not the movies, the the games. Love I particularly love The Last of Us 2. Um 
The Last of Us 2, there's a lot of, like, controversy and stuff surrounding it, but I love the storytelling and, like, the complexities that we get into with The Last of Us 2. So I feel like The Last Mm -hmm. of Us 1 lays it out, but I feel like The Last of Us 2 really gets into it. So I'm very excited to see how they adapt that one into the show. But getting to The Last of Us show, I loved it. I thought it was so well done. It was... It had, unlike Uncharted, it had good vibes. Um, <laughs> the casting was great. Um, Pedro Pascal is Joel. Whoever decided to make that <laughs> choice, beautiful. They did such a good job. <clears throat> and then Bella Ramsey as Ellie does such a good job because I just I just feel like Ellie is. I guess I would say like a little more naive and just kid-like and trying to figure out how to navigate this whole this whole world while also, you know, being immune and trying to figure it all out. She just did such a great job. Mm-hmm. Um and I just I loved it. I loved the the sets, the the practical effects, so like the the zombies in um The Last of Us are um so they actually took um, some difference, which is why I love when um, video game creators get involved with the movies uh, or shows and that sort of thing, especially with The Last of Us. So The Last of Us, um, usually it's not um, the Spores idea was a game that they originally did for the games, but they didn't end up going with that. But they ended up doing that for the show because it better translated to um being on screen and it like made more sense and I felt like was a lot more like gnarly and kind of gross (laughs) so I really like that change that they made and just the zombies in particular the practical effects the makeup was stunning it was disgusting it was scary it was great um and I just it was just such a good show I loved it so much I had such a great time and also the like little changes they made for i feel like um the last of a show is a good example of how do you adapt a video game into a movie or a show and what kind of like little things you can change or expand upon and it's just it was so well done i loved it so much i highly recommend you watch it if you haven't um especially if you've played the games or you love the franchise and you just haven't gotten around to watching it i think i think it does I think it does it justice. Very excited to see what they do with season two and how they, if they change anything, what they change and like how they're going to adapt that. Also very excited to see who they cast for some of the characters in the second season. Very much looking forward to it. I yeah. love it. I um, I honestly wasn't even aware of the game prior, but this, I've heard really good things about the show and I really want to watch it. And yeah, yeah it's honestly kind of crazy that I haven't played the game because I love zombie games. Yeah, I think that's kind of funny. I mean, I kind of get it because um, I hadn't played it until I was, um, I think, end of high school. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got into it kind of late, but I loved it. Well, I feel like, too, like the zombie video game genre is so huge. Like, there's so many zombie games you can play. So it's like, you'll get to it if you get to it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I just um, I loved it. It was great. That's all I have to say. Five stars all around. 
<laughs> uh, do you want to keep, like you said, doing the live action ones? Or... Sure, yeah. We also have The Witcher in Pokemon slash Detective Pikachu was kind of live action, right? Yeah, Detective okay. Pikachu was live oh, action. Oh, and Sonic, technically. And Sonic. Well, it has an- well, it has animation. It has both, so we can do Yeah, I feel like it has both, but it's still leaned on the live action side because it's not okay. entirely animated. Well, I haven't um, watched either of those, so <laughs> I played... Um, well, I watched the show Pokemon, and I've played Sonic, so I can talk about a little bit about that, yeah. but that's it. <laughs> Um, I'll start with The Witcher because it kind of falls in the same line of The Last of Us. However, mm-hmm. unfortunately, I feel like the third season kind of, uh, I, I personally didn't like it as much as like I did the first two. Um, mm-hmm. and they're also changing, um, who The Witcher is because of like creative differences and all that sort of thing. Oh, so I feel oh like yeah, I, I heard about that. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it suffered from from that and kind of like just I don't know, just trying to figure out like who who it's trying to be and who it's trying to follow. But mm. I do recommend for sure the first season. The first season was very good. Um I hadn't played the games but I knew of them and I kind of knew mm-hmm. like the vibe and everything of the games. Um so I thought that was really fun. I thought it was as someone who wasn't a fan of the games, I thought it was really well done. Um, also, just I loved um, Henry Cavill as Geralt. He's just because it's, um, mm-hmm. it's it's very much the same kind of uh, um, what's it called trope as The Last of Us, where it's like guy who doesn't want to be a dad adopts <laughs> adopts a little girl who needs help. Oh. I love that trope. It's so cute. I I personally love it. And so I love Geralt and Ciri's relationship. It's just very sweet. And it's very just like, like, just, I didn't want this kid, but now I have this kid and now I have to protect this kid sort of thing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So that was very fun. I also love the costuming and sets of The Witcher. It's very like medieval, kind of Games of Thrones-esque-ish. But... I just think I just thought it was I just think that one's fun as someone who's not a fan of the games but knows of them and also I feel like the I like the story and the plot of it as well. So unlike some like video game adaptations and stuff, I feel like this does have a coherent plot um, and character arcs and backstories and all that sort of thing. So I enjoy The mm-hmm. Witcher. Um, nice. Yeah. Um. I'll talk about Detective Pikachu, because mm-hmm. I had fun with Detective Pikachu. I think that one's just overall a fun movie. That's uh, with um, Ryan Reynolds, yeah? Yeah, Ryan Reynolds, um, Justice Smith. Um, I'm trying to remember who else was in the movie. I think Catherine Newton is. Okay, yeah. Um, that one's just overall a very fun movie. It's just, it's just a cutesy, mm-hmm. like, little pokemon movie um i had only played i haven't played very many pokemon games so mm-hmm. but like i feel like if you if you're familiar with like video games and like the community you know either of pokemon or yeah you know you know names and like what they look like and that sort of thing of the popular ones that's what i was gonna say was there a like good like 
like from the show like who like squirtle and them like were they like also in there or like yeah it was it was like okay was cool. Squirtle. there was like psyduck um jigglypuff you know there was oh jigglypuff but yeah it was like it was a good like if you like know no pokemon i feel like there was a lot of fun easter egg hunting for that mm-hmm. but even if you didn't it wasn't lost on you where i feel like some yeah. some video game movies if you don't know it then you're just kind of like well yeah. i kind of don't get it well because so, I, I feel like pokemon like the show and with the like i mean you had pokemon card pokemon go all of yes. that like mm-hmm. it's such a popular franchise that even if you didn't get super into it you were well aware of it you know mm-hmm. whereas some of these even if they're popular within the video game world they may not have branched out you know mm-hmm. exactly but um I mean, if you just are looking for, like, a fun little movie, mm-hmm. recommend Detective Pikachu. It's nothing, like, revolutionary or anything, but it's a fun <laughs> movie. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, and I feel like um, similar things can be said for the Sonic movies. Um, mm-hmm. First off, thank God they redesigned Sonic. <laughs> oh, my God, I know. They got bullied into redesigning him. They Bullying got bullied, works, you guys. They bullied them so hard. <laughs> but it was, that was the funniest moment on the internet it was so it was so funny but um but thank god they did that um they also yeah, have look up um, before and after pictures of um sonic from the sonic movie if you don't if you weren't aware of this happening it happened on twitter just just look it up and you'll see the and you'll the very understand crazy differences yeah mm-hmm. but it has james marson in them who we and love. We love James Marston in this house. I love that man. He's just he's just so great. Um, I thought he was just a fun. He's just so charismatic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Loved him in the movie. Um, and it was overall just and a, Jim Carrey's in it too, right? Yes, Jim Carrey is Eggman. Um, and I think yeah, if you're like familiar with the game or like you know of it, it was a fun <laughs> movie. Very similar to Detective Pikachu, like. If you knew it, you had a lot of fun. But even if yeah. you didn't, it still like still mm-hmm. kind of made sense. Um, I haven't seen yeah. the second one. I, I still need okay, to see the yeah. second one. I I like I used to play the Sonic like one where you like went through the rings. I don't remember what that's called. Oh, and I played like the Mario and Sonic video games too when I had mm-hmm. they, they would do like combo games, you know? Yeah, really I know fun. exactly what you're talking about. Um yeah, and I, I don't know. I would play that pink girl. I forget her name. Amy? Yeah, Amy. I used to play Amy a lot. And then there's the, like, I think he's in the movie, the little orange guy. I forget his name as well. Tails? Not the, yeah, Tails. I loved Tails. And then I know there's, like, Knuckles or something, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, did they, the movie didn't have Shadow, though, right? Uh, no, I think the second one did. Okay, yeah. I, I know Shadow is also a fan favorite for me personally. <laughs> me too, though. I get it. Yeah. If you know, you know. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about that. Um. Yeah. I didn't watch the movie yeah. yet, though, you guys, so. It's okay. I feel like it's just but I, very similar yeah, to but I, Pikachu. I am aware of the Sonic universe, though. I will say. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Do you want to talk about Super Mario? 
Yeah, let's talk about Super Mario. And then, or do you want to talk about Angry Birds and then Super Mario? Um, I don't have it's a ton to, to say about way. the Angry Bird movies. Um, Neither I do just, I. <laughs> I remember watching them when they came out, and mm-hmm. they didn't stick with me. Yeah. I didn't watch the second one. I only watched the first one. And I think for me, the main thing is I wasn't even really into the like Angry Birds game. Mm-hmm. So for me, I just really... I never had a curiosity about like what what are what's gonna be going on in these birds' lives. What's what's their universe like? Like I never had that yeah. curiosity. When no, they announced the movie, I was like, why though? <laughs> I was like, why are we making a movie about? And I I mean it was more of like a targeted family movie, so it was most likely I mean targeted to the kids who were you know on their parents' mm-hmm. iPads playing this, you know. Yes. Um, but I I I just. I wasn't really that into it. I don't know. Yeah, I also wasn't, like, super into it. I played Mm -hmm. it a little bit, but I wasn't super into it. So I was just like, oh, yeah, all right. I never, like, thought there was enough demand for a movie. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Give us Fruit Ninja. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. That I want to (laughs) see. Exactly. But, yeah, I don't Um, remember too much about the Angry Birds. Same. I just, I know there, I think there's like a main angry bird and he was angry and he, he, he did like meditation at some point. And it yes. It's supposed to be like silly, goofy, things like that. That I remember. Yeah. That's all I remember though. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then we also, me and Kim watched Super Mario together. And we did. We're, you're, we're both pretty familiar with the Mario world. There are so many Mario mm-hmm. games. Oh, there's um, so many. Super Mario Bros. Um, there's Super Smash Bros, which is a lot of fun. There's um, Mario, Mario Kart. Party. Yeah, Mario Kart is a good one. Um, and then, like I said, there's like there's like Mario Sonic Winter Olympics. That's the one I was talking about earlier. Yes, I know exactly um, what you're There's so about. many. I played, yeah. I played those. I loved it. So much. They were so good. Um, yeah, I was... I, like, kind of forgot how much of a, like, Mario stan I kind of was. Like, I was <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I played a lot of Mario games growing up. Like, it's such a, like, I think it's a really big franchise, but mm-hmm. so many of their games are kind of easier to play. Like, if you're more of a beginner or if you're just, if you don't yeah. want to play those video games that are too many, you know, controls or anything, mm-hmm. there's usually only a few controls you really have to worry about in Mario games. Oh, and, yeah. I think that makes it just more accessible to a lot of people, mm-hmm. even if they're not big gamers, you know, they've probably played a Mario game. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I have a lot of love for the games. Um, me too. Yeah. And then me and Kim watched the movie together, and it was a lot of fun, honestly. Um, I will say the casting of Crispy Rat was probably not warranted, but it wasn't it needed, but... We had no say in it, but it did happen. <laughs> we did have no say in it. And I will say I didn't like the lazy choice of not giving them the the iconic voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because what was their excuse for it? Basically, that was like the voice they put on for like their plumbing commercial or whatever. I was yeah, like, that's, that's literally the whole excuse. All right. <laughs> I, I was like, like all, all right. <laughs> You literally cast the guy who voices Mario as a background character. Like, you yeah, couldn't find that, someone to be the voice? That baffled me. <laughs> I I still don't understand it. There, <laughs> I just am so upset about it and thinking about it again, actually. 
no i understand and i'm just like no because the okay okay tangent the trailer for garfield (laughs) just released no i haven't seen it yet i'm so scared and hearing his voice i went all right okay i see No. no i see this is where we're going Bro, we talked about it in our animation episode, I think. But hire voice actors. What are you? What are you Literally, doing? Hiring these like celebrity people who have no training. Who have the training. They do, can do the voices. You can just hire them. I promise they do a great job. They could have hired a Mario impersonator off the street, and they would have done a much better job. They could have gone into Cameo and found one. Like yeah, like I I oh, it'll for ever upset me because because yeah because anytime we watch this movie we have to hear crispy rat (laughs) literally and like i don't mind that they cast like charlie day for luigi yeah whatever but it's the voices it's the voices it's so important it's just so important i can't even like i can't even begin to explain it watch mario there's this icon. I mean, not watch. Played Mario. There's this iconic. It's a me, Mario. And yeah, Chris Pratt couldn't even do that once. I no. had a better impression of Mario, and that was just on the spot. Exactly. It makes me so upset. It makes me <laughs> so mad thinking about it. Let's move on because I, I can't. We can't I keep. Can't, I mean, we're gonna be. I'm just gonna we're gonna be end so this upset. episode so upset. Um. But otherwise, that was I our main it- critique of the movie, though. Yeah, I feel like otherwise, Jack Black, great job. I- Anya Taylor Joy, yeah, Jack great Black job. did good. Yeah. Um, oh. but it was a fun movie. Uh, I liked mm. all the little references. That was fun. Yeah. Um. God, I'm just thinking about it. Yeah, there like, was. I'm like, I even um, King and Michael Key did great for Toad. Like. They did. Yeah, honestly. They did like the voice acting. And then there's Mario. <laughs> God. He's a main character. Like, that's why you can't get over it, especially because how do you mess that up? <laughs> oh, it's so bad. Anyways, I need to move on. I need to move on because I'm going to, I'm just going to be upset about it. But as you're saying about references, like, there are so many references to the games. Like, I mean, there's a reference to uh, Mario Kart, which I didn't mm-hmm. expect at all. Like, that was really cool. Um, references to those, like, what are they called? They're, like, the turtles who, like, Koopas? the turtle skulls who, like, they die. Yeah, them. When they, like, die, they come back. Like, I remember, like, playing that in uh, Mario Brothers, I think, and mm-hmm. being, like, so scared of them. Guys, I'm easily scared when it comes to video games, I will say. That's so valid. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It was like, it was really cool seeing all those references of like, oh my god, I played this in Mario Bros. Oh my god, this is in Super Smash Bros. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, this is in, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, definitely, once again, fan service a little bit. But they also did have like an actual plot in this movie, which mm-hmm. is cool. Um, and it was also cool, I feel like, with Princess Peach. with the, Please, sorry, um, I just remembered. What? Seth Rogen Donkey Kong. That was also a questionable one. Anyways. I was gonna let that one slide. I remembered because the first, I just, the, the moment Donkey Kong opened way, his mouth, I was no, like, I was that's like oh, that's Rogen. Seth Rogen. It's yeah. just Seth Rogen. He didn't do anything to change his voice or anything. It was just like, oh, that's Seth. And like, I guess that's nothing on him. He did say he wasn't yeah. gonna do the voice. It's on the casting directors, but like. Yeah, exactly. Guys. Guys, guys, 
please. <laughs> but I will That's say all. another positive. <laughs> another positive was that um, I feel like at least in uh, I think Super Mario Brothers, you're usually Mario and Luigi are like on their way to save Princess Peach or whatever. Mm-hmm. In here, like Princess Peach is like she's kind of a heroine. She's like, you know what I mean? She's like, yeah, she's she is not princess, but she's also like fighting and doing her own fighting her own battles. You know, she's not mm-hmm. just a damsel in distress storyline, which they could have easily done with. You know, if they wanted to be like, oh, we want to stay true to the video games, he's saving her from, you know, Bowser or whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. But she's able to fight a lot throughout the movie as well, even though this is yeah. Mario's story or whatever and, and Luigi. So it was cool to see that. Yeah, I liked that. That was good. That was a good little change yeah. they did. Yeah, I think like, I think it can be scary when you're adapting another piece of media to be like, I, I have to stay 100% true, but if there's something that you want to change and it, it makes it better in some way, then do it and go for it. And maybe it'll make the movie even better. Exactly. Um, yeah. I think that's all that we really have. Um, yeah. I wanted to talk about, well, um, have you seen the... I have a few things to talk about, apparently. I'm not, I'm not done talking. I'm never <laughs> done talking. But we talked about the live-action Zelda movie. Have you seen who people wanted casted for that? Okay, here are my thoughts, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, so, oh, I'm so scared. It doesn't need to be done. I don't think it does. Yeah, that's I, fair. I love the games. I think they should say games. Mm-hmm. Because the whole thing with Legend of Zelda is that they are reincarnations. So every, t- so every game yeah. is a different timeline. But the whole point is that Link finds Zelda in each timeline. Or Link is the picture of Zelda in each timeline. Mm-hmm. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. I think they should just say games. I don't think it needs to be adapted into a movie. I personally don't feel any need for it to be a movie or a series mm-hmm. or a trilogy or however many they do. I also just don't... I personally feel like... I don't know if they could get the casting right. Mm-hmm. because they just have like i don't know there's just something there's just like distinct looks and like i just mm-hmm. i don't know if they can get the casting right i don't know it just makes me nervous that's yeah, all that makes sense i just <laughs> i haven't played the video game so i'm not like as passionate about it but that's some great insight i just the only thing i've seen was like uh people are wanting zelda to be casted as hunter Schaefer. And I feel like that would be a good look, but I don't know enough about the story or about the look or anything, but I like I her. Think, I think Hunter Schaefer would be a good Zelda. I feel like she fits the look pretty well. Yeah. And pretty close. And I know she played she played the games a lot. Yeah, and I think especially with the more recent um games, they've like they made her a little older because in some of them they're they're both like kind of young or that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But I think in the more recent games, I think she definitely fits that look um yeah but that's my input i love yeah. the games i think i think that would be good casting but we can't always cast <laughs> how we want it like sometimes casting goes and does something completely crazy and we're like why did you cast this person exactly. we're like why is chris pratt garfield <laughs> i just want to know what deal he I'm made so to- sorry. i just no, know because- what deal he made because there's two animated movies like two almost back to back if I had a nickel for every time, he wasn't. An, he played the main character in an animated movie. I'd have two, two nickels, nickels, which isn't a lot. 
But it's weird that it happened twice. It's insane that it happened twice. I can't. Um, I can't tell you the the upset I because okay. So the trailer, the the animations. I actually really like the animation. Wow, animation style they yeah. are doing for Garfield. It looks really. Cute. It looks really good. Yeah, it looks adorable. The moment, the moment <laughs> I heard, I heard it. I was like, ah, guys. I still haven't seen it. Yeah, I need to hear it. Yeah. No. Um. Let me know when you do because. Oh well. Yeah. But, anyways, sorry. I could roast that man for so long, but I won't. Um, <laughs> anywho, I'm trying to be like, you know, anyways. Um, I know. Uh, I was, <laughs> was going to ask, are there any video games that you would want to see become a movie or you'd be interested to see how they adapted them? I don't know, because right. like, to me, like, you know when you're, like, reading a book, you're like, ooh, this would be a good movie. Are there any video games that give you that vibe, you know? Okay, hear me out. <clears throat> this is going to be a really niche one. This is going to be one that I feel like would be a little bit more difficult to do. Mm-hmm. If you know me, you know. I Oh, I know a, what you're going to say. I'm a Pikmin stan. Yeah. I, I would go to battle for that game. I love that series and franchise so much. I think they could do something really interesting with a Pikmin movie. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Pikmin? Like what the little the no. little guys? I've seen I've seen it. I haven't played it, but I've seen the little guys. They look really cute. Okay. Okay. So for <laughs> some reason that still hasn't been explained in the games, they like they like the they like Olimar, who is the one who keeps like crash landing on the planet. Um and for some reason they like him. For some mm-hmm. reason they, they want to help the homie out. I it hasn't been explained why. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, but they like to help the homie out. He's just the homie mm-hmm. at that point. Um consecutively in all the games. I think that mm-hmm. there could be because like there is it isn't like there isn't a lot of lore with the Pikmin games and so I think you could take that as as a game that doesn't have a ton of like explanation for stuff and like I think something really fun and interesting could be done with that mm-hmm. that's all <laughs> I love how I like wasn't ready for you to have like an answer right away I was thought you're gonna think about it for a while and you were ready <laughs> no that's that's um... what I have because I like I said, I'm a Pikmin stand through and through. That is my favorite. <laughs> that is like my favorite game, like ever. I'll like replay it. It looks often. fun. Well, because it's just like a little open world exploring game, and like my- oh okay. yeah. Here we go on a tangent. My favorite game is the <laughs> third one, and the reason for that being is because it's a really great like resource strategy game. Um, because you crash land on the planet and you're trying to find Olimar. For some reason, these three little guys crash land, and they're running out of food. So pretty much the whole game is you finding enough like fruit, which they name silly names because they're like not they're not from Earth. Um, mm-hmm. And you're just basically trying to go out find enough fruit for the day while also advancing your mission to find Olimar. Um, and it's just it's just really fun like resource strategy. I just think it's great. I think it's fun. Um, Anyways, that's my that's my spiel. <laughs> Your little tangent. My little that's tangent. That's so fun. Um, I was 
I was just thinking, like, uh, what would, like, my answer be to that, but I for I completely forgot they made, I was thinking about, like, video games I used to play, too, and, mm-hmm. like, I used to play Ratchet and Clank a lot, but oh my God. I forgot they turned that into a movie, too, but yeah, I never did. ended up watching it, yeah, so I, I can't give either. you guys a review, but I, <laughs> I completely forgot that, like, oh my god, yeah, that's a movie, too, because I used to play the game all the time, so I'll watch it eventually, I'm sure. But um, a couple other games I played. Oh, I used to play Spiral a lot with the little purple mm. dragon. Mm-hmm. If you know, you know. Um, and Crash Bandicoot was another one. Um, I feel like that might be a fun one to turn into. A I movie. feel like that I don't would really be remember fun. How to? Yeah, I feel like it was like I don't know cr- this this little orange dude. He's crashing into stuff and a lot of fun. I think I he has like these caffeine really- things that he used to drink. Yeah, it was just a fun silly game. Um, I also like to watch people play games, like, on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's, like, a lame thing to say, but I have a lot of fun watching them. But Hey, man, I, um, I started off this episode by saying I like watching Let's Plays, so it's Oh, that's it's true. Okay. <laughs> but, um, I've watched people play, um, I don't know if you heard of Life is Strange. Yes, I have. And those, that would be specifically. Actually, yeah, that would be a good one. Yeah, specifically the last two, I feel like would be really, really fun. Like, mm-hmm. um, the first one's like, I don't know. The second one I really, really liked. The third one mm-hmm. I kind of liked, and the first one I just was like, meh. <laughs> I don't know. It was good, but it was wasn't giving to me as much mm-hmm. as the other two. You know what I mean? No, I get like you. If you guys don't know what Life is Strange is, it is a little bit more niche. It's like the first one deals with like time loopy stuff, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, which can be fun. It just was like the main like protagonist. I think just wasn't giving to me. Like I just didn't care too much about her or her storyline. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. Um, and also the dialogue in that one was really cringy. I remember. Yeah. Um, like why is they talking like that? They're like so late, girl boss. And I was like, don't nobody's talking like that. <laughs> why are you talking? <laughs> why are you saying words in that order? Um, but then the second one. Um, it wasn't to do with time but it was like oh the there was like so it was a latino family right is that the second one i think so yeah and they were like um it's like really dark but it was like right i think it was right after either right before or right after trump got elected so it's very like it depicts like racism specifically with like mexican americans and stuff mm-hmm. and it's like it's really intense if you do decide to play it or whatever, but it it was, like, very... I feel like that one would just be an important one to watch. Or like, mm-hmm. I mean, they could even update it to, like, take place now, and it would still be really good. Um, I don't know. The video game... Or, like, watching people play it seemed like a lot of fun. Um, there's this little kid who has, like, this power... I forgot what his power actually is, but it's really cool. And um, I remember, though, like, watching people play, and it was, like... They were playing on Twitch and like you can like comment and stuff on Twitch. Mm-hmm. And some of the comments were really weird and they were like very me like this kid, he's like four or five years old, and they were like basically there's a scene, they're like on the run uh from the police. I don't want to spoil it for those of you who might want to play it, but they're on the run from the police and like they're waiting in like a motel room or whatever, and the older brother goes out for something and the little kid He's, okay, well, this is actually a big spoiler, but the little kid sees on the news that his, like, dad just died, and so his powers go out all, all out of whack. Mind you, he doesn't know how to control these powers yet, 
he like just came to him or like he just realized he had them mm-hmm. his heart's going all crazy and stuff and some of the comments were like he's being so dramatic this and that and i'm like he just remembered that his dad but not only died but was murdered by the police and i was like why are you calling this four-year-old kid dramatic i was That's so, so crazy i was so mad i was like bruh you're mad at a kid for acting like a kid get out of here oh, that's the worst I, i've seen that in like other movies too like it happened with like avatar last airbender people complain about him being like childish i'm like the kid is 12 literally he's gonna be childish but anyways i think that would be a really good movie um the third one was also fun it was like fun stuff with like colors and music and stuff mm-hmm. um i don't really know how else to get into it but yeah it was also really fun and it was more so that one, because the first two took place in, like, the Pacific Northwest. Like, one took place in Oregon and the other one took place... Or actually, the other one took place in, like, Washington all the way to California. So, mm-hmm. the whole journey there. And then the last one took place in, like, a smaller town. I don't know if it specified where, but it was, like, a small town vibe. So, I feel like if you like small town type of vibey movies, you would like the game and if it ever became a movie like that. Mm-hmm. But... That's one that I think would be really fun. I think, honestly, a lot of video games, they have these storylines already. So a lot of video games would be really cool to see. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. I don't know. That's all. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> that is being in sync. That's so funny. <laughs> um, in yeah, sync, that's... no Joey Fatone. <laughs> I don't know why I said that, you guys. I'm sorry. That was great. Oh yeah, but oh, my mic literally dropped. It fell. Um, that was but, your mic drop moment, literally. Yeah, quite literally. Um, but we just want to talk about video games and talk about. I don't know it's one of those things where it's like it's happening. We talk about movies. We're not gonna not talk about it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's we, fun. We, yeah, it's it's a fun topic. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Um. Yeah. Yeah. As always, we do have Twitter. We do have Instagram at FilmsBlainPod. You can follow us on there. It would be really sick, really cool if you did. It'd be really um, cool. Um, also, if you like our episodes, give us, mm-hmm. give us a little rating. Rate us five stars yeah. if, you're, if you're liking. Do a little comment. It'd, really, it'd be really sweet, yeah. We always want to hear from you if you guys like have thoughts about what we said, any corrections, because sometimes we our brain fogs up and we make mistakes and that's okay and if you want to correct us so we're getting the right information out we do not mind criticism uh we want to make this better for you guys so Mm -hmm. please let us know yeah yeah that's Um, all i think that's all for today we'll be back next week goodbye yeah we'll be in years (laughs) okay (laughs) okay bye bye